0: Welcome back to another episode of the True Patriot Podcast, folks. I have a guest with us here today that I had the pleasure and honor to fish against him and the absolute pleasure to spend a few days at an Airbnb while we were on scene. I knew at about three minutes into hearing this dude, uh, tell a couple stories. Um, I was thinking to myself, I, we got to get him on the podcast. There's no doubt about it. Then I did some research on the dude, uh, his past, his current. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, we absolutely have to have this guy on folks. I would like to introduce you to Jordan Westerman. Jordan, welcome to the podcast, man.
1: Thank you for having me, Gene. Thank- hey, Thank
0: you, you bet, man, you bet. So yeah, dude, you and I met at Lewis and Clark and, uh, that was a haul that's like up in the North country up there is what it felt like. You've had been there before though. Right.
1: Yeah. I spent a good amount of time, um, on Lewis and Clark, you know, six to 10 days. We had a tournament there last year. Um, and then I spent, I used to spend more time, but a lot of time in that like Northeast South Dakota, there's a, there's some really great smallmouth fishing up there um so i have spent a lot of time in south dakota and the, but that that missouri river is just it's a special place it is it's so different than you know and then the, like the mississippi and it's just um it it proved to me this year it's like it's super humbling um you know last year i won that tournament and it was i don't want to say it was easy but it was like it was the most fun day that i had on the water for day 1 you know i was I was off the water by 10 30. I had to leave the water at 10 30 because I was on fish. I was catching the exact same fish I was catching in practice. Like it was just, it was one of those days. And then it was like, you know, and to add in the, like, if you can get a good lead on your friends and go back and buy them lunch or buy them stuff, have, have everything sitting for them when they get back, like there's no better feeling than that. than just like, you know, and then Yeah, that, that tournament was great, but
0: hearing those, hearing those stories at the Airbnb, where we were at there, that was, that was an awesome crew we had there. Um, You guys were unbelievably welcoming uh, to me, a new guy coming in. I I was, I was thoroughly thoroughly uh impressed with that and loved hearing these stories but yeah that's a that's a, that's a gangster cold move right there man. <laughs> get the lead out of a buy them lunch <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I, I didn't at the time like i said i had caught i think i had talked to people and they're like "Ah, oh, it's going to take like maybe 85 inches a day and i caught like 285 plus inch limits in less than 10 you know and like in 15 casts so i'm like that's crazy this is dumb like sure so i had like high 80s like by 10 and i rolled up to and i caught two of the same fish like 17 and an 18 inch smallmouth and i rolled up to this uh big debris fall and casted a net rig out the same thing i was fishing the day before and caught a 19 inch smallmouth the same fish same cast same bait same everything and i'm like well okay so why? and then i was up to 91 inches and i'm like why why stay on the water and beat these fish up that are obviously staying um yeah. same- So it's like
0: Well, you know, and, and when we were there, I could, I could tell, I mean, obviously day one did not fish like any place I had seen. It was something was going on there that had it all flipped over on its head. Day two, it started, you could tell it was coming back. Um, You know, things were starting to come around again, but I've seen that in, in the Mississippi. uh, So it makes sense. You know, it's a river thing where, man, when you find a wolf pack of like a certain area, uh, for that given season, you know, you can just hit the mother load if you are lucky enough to be the guy, you know, that covers enough water and knows what you're looking for, um, you know, and it's it's difficult for those of us out from the Colorado side here, because you don't find that on just about any of the reservoirs we're on, man. When you get one from an area, most of the time it's one and done and you gotta keep keep moving. So yeah, it was uh that's that's a cool thing, uh cool experience to land on that. So before we go too far there let let's uh, I'd like to introduce folks to you. Um you are calling uh, us right now from the battle wagon I can tell I remember that paneling that's uh, that's your uh uh your your kayak fishing tour the country mobile here that you have your van. Um talk to us what does uh, what does Jordan do man?
1: Uh so yeah like you said I'm I'm in the van probably almost ninety percent of the time now my uh, my parents own a little we do corn and soybean grain farms so uh, we just got done with the harvest so I'm still at home help um, fin- helping finish that stuff up and then yeah I'm back on the road just kind of cruising doing the fishing thing I work for a small tech company we do the uh, like mobile bike shares and mobile locker rentals and stuff like that so nice uh, I, I work in the kind of the, product management stuff. So a lot of my, almost everything I do, I can do remotely or, um, you know, I'm flying to location to to do stuff. So
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. As far as fishing, how long have you been specifically bass fishing? Not just necessarily out of a kayak, but just in general.
1: So I have been, let's see, it would have been, this is my, will be my sixth season. Last year was my fifth year. Um, And realistically, that was like my Five years ago, I just started bass fishing you know i did wow. a bit of crappie fishing, a little bit of walleye fishing here and there um I lived out in Tahoe for ten years and did the I worked at a ski shop, so I did the that side of of my life and now my body you know, like i I can barely walk up the stairs. You know? <laughs> um the snowboard thing doesn't work out anymore so i started fishing more out there i actually fish clear lake a lot out there um for crappie
0: um oh wow
1: it's clear lake is like i would say probably the most underrated crappie fishery in the world like
0: wow um
1: and yeah so it's it's you can catch like 15 to 16 inch crappie like almost every cast on uh during the spawn time, so it's wow. a it's a good time. Good um, so I was doing that, and then kind of just i I was coming back home for the summers in Iowa and and working construction, ski stuff in the winter, um, and just started doing more fishing, more crappie fishing, and then got a kayak, and then it was just like did a couple onlines, and that kind of kicked me in, and then uh, <laughs> did the the last. And then once my second live event was the last KBF National Championship at Kentucky Lake. Oh wow. 700 people. Um
0: that's insane.
1: You know, and that that really kind of introduced me to like tournament the real side of tournament fishing, you know, and then it was like then that next year was kind of all all in from there. There was, right. we had some really good uh series that year with the um kind of what the all-american has turned into it was the uh the midwest kayak fishing series Uh, right yeah that that series we had so many great anglers throughout the midwest that just pushed each other for a a year and it was really fun
0: good stuff good stuff and real quick do you need me to hit a break here would you need to handle something there
1: no no you're all good okay
0: i'll uh and we can i'll just transition this i'll just edit that whole that whole piece through so
1: my dad just got in from the field and I'm guessing wants we'll to have a beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So yeah, man. So the 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 all-american, um, that's the primary national series that you're fishing right now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. This year um it worked out for my schedule the best this year. Yep. Uh, you know, I had planned on doing a little more of the Hobie stuff, but then with the price of diesel, it's just it gets to be the point where driving to the Susky is was a little much and then driving to even a Dardanelle it was like I kind of just was like I'll I'll throw in the towel with that one and and work on it next year so this coming year I'd really like to you know focus more on Hobie um but the All-American schedule just looks so good
0: to me. Doesn't it though? That is going to be a blast. And it's, uh, it feels good too, when you, you know, you grab other anglers attention from other, you know, that primarily fish other series as well. That's cool too. When they're starting to take note. And I want to get your just honest opinion on this. This is, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers out there from any side. I'm completing my rookie season here, right? So I'm kind of in now. I absolutely love the kayak community. I love it as a sport. And looking at the the professional series national landscape, the way I see it, there are four options that a guy has, you know, or that an angler has to compete uh, at the national level. You got uh, KBF, of course, you got Bass, you got Hobie and the All-American. Now, when I was at the last Bass event, there were some conversations going on there and the All-American is still... Not really commonplace in a lot of vocabulary yet. They, you know, and I made sure a couple times when a guy said, you know, there's, he was talking to somebody who was asking us questions and this guy had said, you know, well, there's three nationals. And I was like, actually four. I was like, there is the All-American. Well, yeah, they're mainly Midwest. I'm like, well, you could argue the same that uh, the other two are mainly on the East Coast and South. I was like, to be honest with you, I was like, Midwest is the most neutral ground out of any of the circuits out there. If you want to, you know, make it affordable for everybody, stop going to the same lakes, Pickwick, Guntersville. Look, the bass world has been dominating in that on the bass boat side for years. I personally don't think that the kayak side has to do that. I think we have an advantage that we can go exploit a lot of fisheries. And so, yeah, I just, me personally, I just, I mean, the All-American is absolutely a national chain. I invite anybody to come take on that group of anglers. Those guys are serious sticks and it's a ton of fun.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, you look at it, the money's really good too.
0: It's almost identical.
1: It's a you you knock out first and second place in a, in a 200 person tournament for, but other than that, it's like, yeah, I know when I won Kentucky, like it was like, you know, it was over three grand yep. and there was people like you get that to a hundred people. That's a that's a really good payout for not that many people there. And you know, this kind of goes back to my, my biggest problem with the kayak scene is we're we're just eating the same sandwiches maybe a different meat
0: yes sir yes sir
1: or or you get a half a sandwich you want to do a one-day tournament and base your season off on who can go to the best the most one-day tournaments go to kbf you want to eat your two-piece sandwiches well here's your best two-day tournaments that for 250 dollars we might get up to 300 this year you know, and it's like, <laughs> but that's the, the and, and, and let me put in best three, your best three. So you get a wash. So you get a wash out all your bad events and it's whoever can go the most, you know, I'm not saying that it's necessarily who can go the most. Like I've ta- I've taught, had this conversation with Christine, you know, a few times. It's like, it's not who can go the most. Like, yes, the best will always be the best, but it's like, when it's best of three, we're just watering down what we're doing so bad. Like make it a season where you have no throwaways. And then that shows me who's the best, not who can go to the most events. Yep. You know, well, and, and I'll and tell you. Those people who go to the most events are like they are the, the professional anglers in our, in our sport who truly make money professionally off of winnings are a level above everybody.
0: And there's about four of them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) less there's less than 10 yeah but absolutely i've spent a lot of time with a few of them and they're just they're above everybody else those people can get in the boat and go make just you know can go make money yep um,
0: well and that's you know with each sport you're going to get those freaks in nature that show up you know but i think what's important in that in making that point though is that That doesn't mean that there's not a John or Jane Doe position out there that that should be able to make a living doing this that you may or may not ever hear of. You know, there's a ton of those folks that are in the bass boat world that that this is what they do. They've got the support system. You probably have not heard of them that much um, or maybe a name, you know, you might, well, that almost sounds familiar. And this is what they do 24 seven. We have that same opportunity on the kayak side to create this, this, you know, true sport where there's money behind it. Sponsors want to get a piece of it, but yeah, I, I, I too personally feel that, um, you know, talking with Joshua deal, who's uh, primarily bass is what he sticks with, um, that pro side. And, his view, he's very strong, uh, in his opinion. And I, I tend to agree with him on, on some of these events. I can see the argument against it, but he'd like to see the minimum brought up from 12 to 14, you know, because of how many, you know, that would really, really separate out quite a bit. Um, the only thing that I see as an argument against that is that, you know, in the kayak game, we cannot cover as much water as a boater can um so sometimes you know your 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 variety selection of schools of fish depending on the fishery you're on is going to be not the same as what the bass boat world gets to deal with you know i mean i know several times i've been on in a side of a body of water where it's like okay i chose the wrong side of the damn lake today (laughs) i should be down south and
1: i can't get there
0: (laughs) no chance
1: you know and and I, I know you've, you heard them picking at me and at Lewis and Clark about this. Like <laughs> I'm very opinionated on this. I don't think that we should be able to turn in under legal fish. You know, if it's a 15, like Iowa, we're a 15 inch minimum. If I go to a bass boat tournament, I'm turning in 15 inch bass. If I catch a 14 and three quarter, that's not a legal fish. Right. But if I'm in a kayak tournament and I catch a 12 inch fish, that's okay. You know, and, and again, they, I got made fun of and my buddies picked at me because I say that. And at Kentucky Lake, I won because I caught him 11 and three quarter inch fish. <laughs> American. And they do that so that the people that travel feel like they, they did something, you know, and I get it. That makes people feel good. But again, are, how much are we watering it down when you're like, when, you know now, turnix has the estimated weight, and you got an estimated weight of three pounds for five fish. Going to take that to in a you know in a bag tournament. Like there's only a few places in the country that you can bring in 12 inch largemouth. You know. Yep.
0: Um, yeah, and that's, you know, I mean, obviously, the, you got the main argument that, you know, we're not putting them in a live well, that's why we can just do the catch photo release of it. But I agree with you, I think, and, and who maybe the answer to this is, like you were talking about, is that actual league of, you know, where we're paying a 1000 bucks, or we're paying 750 bucks to get into it. And there, no 12 inch fish aren't allowed, you want to show up to this, you're going to pay the money, and this is going to separate it where it's going to be state legal you know, whatever that is, that's what the is permitted. You know, uh, and who knows? Maybe that's the the place where, where they could institute something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's where if you go to a a bigger money series, I think that that makes it a little more, le- not necessarily legitimate, but like I said, I just feel like I know when I'm turning in a 13 inch fish or measuring a 13 inch fish, <laughs> it's it defeats me it's like why am I doing this this is a waste (laughs) of time and it's just a it's like you shouldn't be target then that there's people that go out and target those 12 13 inch fish it's like what is this doing for you yeah Yeah. you make a check here or there but you're never going to freak show a bag trying to to do that and in a kayak tournament in a one-day tournament you have to freak show bags to cash checks yep you know it's either the, it's a crazy hard tournament and it's the person that struggles the most or it's the person that freak shows. And, yep. you know, so you have to go swinging. You're not going to swing, swinging for 12 inch fish. Swing I agree. For
0: 14, you know, and, and I, at the same note, while I agree 100% with you on that, cause I thought about that for a long, like those conversations we had up there at Lewis Park, I thought about that on the drive back quite a bit. And I started to really come around to, um, seeing kind of where you were coming from on that. It, it helped at the time at the, at the lake, I wasn't letting myself, you know, dig into it. Cause I was trying to stay figuring out what the heck was going on with that place. But um, at the same note, there is a, a place for that, you know, for that 12 inch minimum, you know, trying to come in, but it, maybe it's not at the national level. Maybe it's not at the, you know, with the big names behind it type thing, you know, where you're looking for that. Maybe, maybe that's where, you know, we can see some separation let me get your opinion on this as a new guy still coming in, looking at this. There's really no way in my personal opinion right now to, to claim this because we have, we are kind of washed out at the top level with four players out there. And even for you old school freaks that are out there that don't want to understand that the all American is a national player, which you'll understand soon enough. It is, but say you got three or four right now the are the the claim is the best anglers of the world uh that are out there are fishing the hobie boss because of the money they're making he i want your opinion on this i'm this is where i'm going to ruffle some feathers maybe on that side i disagree 100 and wholeheartedly and the reason is is because that series in my personal opinion is not a true representation of the top competitive anglers in the kayak game Now, does it happen to have them there? Yep. But it also prevents several of them from really getting in there on some fair, even ground, to be honest with you. And that is because in my personal opinion, we all know that the Hobie pedal drive system is the best on the planet. Okay. Even the competitors of Hobie admit it. They can try to outsell it. They can try to get there. But if you get in one, you completely quickly understand it in current, nothing beats it for a pedal drive system. So when you set up a tournament and only allow rivers of a three to four lake system (laughs) and you set the stage to be stacked for Hobie on that, (laughs) dude, you just knocked out your competition and great for Hobie, great for their product line, great for that. But in my personal opinion, not great for the sport, um, because again, you're kind of diluting it out. What's your, I mean, if you don't want to comment, I totally get it, but I know you have friends on, on a lot of sides here, but it's just my personal opinion.
1: First, I'm going to say like, I appreciate everything Hobie does. Yep. Yep. They've been great to me. They've treated me well throughout the past. I beat the snot out of their equipment. Um, I was on their team for a while. I'm not just out of, we don't have dealers in Iowa anymore. Uh, So as far as that goes, I mean, we gotta we gotta call it the way it is. This is the best marketing that they've ever had. It's the best way to sell a Hobie three hundred and sixty is by having a tournament series that does not allow motors, because if you allow totally. motors, that that boat is not as above the crowd, and that's right. what it is a a completely above the crowd boat in current and wind and like in everything. But it has its flaws that's why i'm not in one that 360 is there there's problems with it um you know that's you, I, i'm gonna be honest that's why i'm not in. It. right um, i as far as is the best anglers there i would say 90 percent of the best anglers in the sport are there are a good amount of them that are not because they can't use the motors or there are a good amount of them that are limited to their fishing abilities because of their, motor. you know, like I, am I like to use it for me, like as an example, like I just fish completely different when I'm in with my motor, than when I'm in a pedal drive, because I'm, I fish 90, almost 90% standing up. Like I stand yep. up the whole time. I fish, everything about my cast changes. Once I sit down, everything about my hook set changes and and yeah i could spend more time you know learning how to sit, but i i don't want to i don't like sitting down i don't buy my kayak i didn't buy a hobie especially to sit down and fish out of it i bought it to stay because it's the most stable stand-up fishing kayak out
0: uh, yeah and I, and i
1: Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, I agree 100% with you. It's a brilliant business move. And I, and I mean, no disrespect to it. I'm purely making a, a, you know, the statement from the outside looking in to say, I, we would absolutely consider some of those, those trails and throwing our hat in the ring to go compete with that. Um, but, uh, and I love my new canoe unlimited, but dude, I'm not going to take that pivot drive into into, you know, Missouri current or to even lacrosse current, I'm not going to take that and sit there because Jody Queen and I had a conversation about this and he said it best to me and it made it resonated with me as he and I are of the same generation. He's a little older than I am. It just so happens that what we love to do is good for our health, but we most certainly didn't get into this because I want to get swole legs and go out and pedal, you know, 2500 miles like Fisher can do or Josh Deal can do. Those guys are freaks in nature, you know. I mean they're they're as fast if not faster than than those of us with motors just in their pedal drive system. That's super cool and that's something to to absolutely respect. But that's not in my opinion that's not what should separate the anglers. You know what I mean? That's that's what that's why I look at it and go, you know, uh, I would, I would prefer. So that's why I think Hobie boss has an absolute place. there. keep going, keep doing what they're doing. Cause they're giving great press to anglers. They're bringing our sport up, love what they're doing there. But man, I just, uh, I wanted to know your opinion. If you feel like I do, which is we're hungry for, for a, a league out there to really start separating some of this and putting an even playing field out to say, now who's doing what.
1: Uh, I, and I don't even like. I want an even, I want a just like we talked about earlier. The, the, I want a different sandwich. I want a piece of pizza. I don't want the same <laughs> <type of laughs> tournament series that, like we said earlier, is less than a co angler's buy in for an open. You know, nice. our championships are $500 or, you know, it's like I would love to see a thousand dollar plus entry. You know, five, six stop series. I know Tyler has talked about this multiple times. Yep. And it, all you need is you need fifty people. If you get fifty people at a thousand dollars an entry, you know you can. That's so much to play with. You can pl- pay it down. There are fifty people in in kayak fishing right now. There's even if you get thirty to start the year off. I think at thirty, it's still over a thousand dollar payout for first place. You know, it's like. Yep there, there are people that, that can do this. You know, there are people that get sponsorship money that will buy them into that. I, I should, I'm looking at it. Like I, I will pay out of my pocket to do this just to get it going. Cause it's like, it's, it's what the sport needs. If we're going to like not get looked at, like we're watering everything down and just fishing out of a plastic boat. I
0: agree 100% man and it's uh, I can I've I said this before we started recording I will flat out go on record again my 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 basketball buddies hate hearing me say this but it is the truth um I have seen a a just and and a higher average skill level of the the kayak anglers at that top level than what i found in the boat world and the only reason i say that is because in the boat world you can get away with some bad habits your equipment makes up for some deficiencies there uh, where in the kayak game if you want to compete against the best of the best dude um i'm i have no problem being you know a guy because i have no no dog in this uh this hunt um dude you can't get away with that stuff i i learned those lessons all year long getting my butt just handed to me off of the silliest of things and when it finally came together was at lewis and clark things finally you know enough preparation enough time just taking my head off the side of a stone wall things finally started to click there and fire um you know and that was that just came from you know literally three weekends back to back traveling from kansas or nebraska kansas back to nebraska and just keeping going keeping going and things finally started to gel as soon as i had a two-week break felt like i had to start all over again <laughs> you know but you're you're right man it's uh the the angler piece out there the kayak world has an opportunity to define itself and i really really hope that those powers that be either out there or that we can get enough of their ears guys like you can get the ears of some of these folks because there's been a lot of mistakes in the in the bass is going through some of those mistakes right now we should be smarter than that we should understand the power of diluting things down of, of, why we don't need to do that. We can define ourselves. So I hope more people listen to you, man. Cause uh, I know I did, it started, it started, it brought me to a new understanding of kind of where, where we're, where our industry's at. Yeah,
1: yeah. We have that ability to grow and it's like, are we just going to keep growing with the same, the same business plan, the same, you know, and, and it's a great business plan. It's, it's the, get as many people as we can here for the tour so that the tourism or the, the bureau or whatever gives us money. Well, the, they're giving you like what five people would, you know, we, it's not like we're getting hundred thousand dollars from, from the, you know, these cities that we're going to. Right. Uh, Lacrosse treats us absolutely amazing. Um, but we don't have a lot of other places that do that, you know, right? that are, that are wanting kayak, you know, there's like, I know we tried to go to Okoboji a couple years back and they just laughed at him. They're like, you want to come here in the summer when our hotels are full and our lakes are busy? Like, why would you do that? Well, no, we don't need you to come here. You know, it's like, right. So it's like, do we need to keep looking at, I, I, I don't want to say big, like asking for money that way. When again, when you're just need that's five people you need to convince five people now to get that extra five grand that we're getting or 10 grand that we're getting or, or two grand that we're getting or you know, or whatever. But it's like that money can be came, can be brought in by anglers if you can get the money to play with. Well,
0: dude, and that supports your pizza, your pizza tournament, you know, uh, mentality that you're talking about here is if we keep going to the same places everybody else is going, you know, there's more fisheries out there that maybe aren't, flashy named like lacrosse but are just as good we just you know it's going to take that networking to find it out there and maybe those places will pay you to come out in june maybe you know and that's then you get that best of both worlds type thing but
1: yeah you know you look at just the upper midwest it's like you've got leech lake you've got the burton mullet lakes you've got everything that we're going to and or you know we've got a ton of lakes in Wisconsin. All these little lakes, less than you know, less than five thousand acre lakes. that you could now go to because you're less than fifty people. Like it just it opens up so much. And we're not just going to Chick, Pickwick, Lacrosse, um, you know, for-
0: Gun- Gunnersville. Yeah,
1: you know, it's like I I get why we go there, but again, if we are eating, if we are picking. <coughs> Thing, a different type of food, that pizza, then we can look <laughs> what we're making differently. You know? Yes, sir. Sound dumb that way,
0: but no, it's absolutely, it makes 100% sense to me. So let's talk about it, dude. That All American schedule looks <laughs> phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, even I know it's still tentative because we got to wait for a couple permits to come through, but I pretty much between that and my one of the uh, uh, local clubs here has already released its schedule. We've got our, our outline schedule figured out for next year. Now, I would like to squeeze in a few other events, so we'll plug those in with that fit, but we've pretty much tried to anchor in. That's, uh, I mean, let me pull up here. I apologize. I thought I had it hanging up here, but uh, I think, where, where was it at? Was it at their uh, Facebook site, right? Yep,
1: Facebook page.
0: So yeah, I'll jump just- out there.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited so that uh, Lake of the Pines, the first one, that'll be a... That's right. Texas, Texas, that time of the year, have you spent any time down there?
0: Not like, during that time of the year. I've, I've been through there during the miserable parts of the season.
1: It's like February and March, <coughs> you know, even sometimes in January, but like February, March into April, like Texas is, is a, just amazing. It's, yeah. it's a special place. I was down there. I've spent a couple of years now where I'm down in Texas around that time. And um, I spent like a month and a half down there last year between Toledo Bend, um, Fork, and um, Palestine. And yeah, it was it, it's it's so much fun so good
0: so we're going there march 17th and 18th lake of the pines texas that's that first one yeah so that should be that should be a ton of what do you i mean is the spawn over by that point do you think they're just getting rolling they're into it
1: east texas or yeah that's east texas yep. the year it'll be kind of like it will be like it'll be on and on we're
0: it nice should,
1: um yeah, I want to say like a week or two earlier than that, it took like 35 plus to win a tournament there.
0: Ooh, dog.
1: That was one of the reasons I know that they were like, oh, we should probably look at this because it's not <laughs> that heavily pressure or not that heavily like tournament fish for kayaks. And there's some giants in there. Uh,
0: the map study I looked at, it looks like a ton of fun, and it's not a horrible drive for me. Um, not uh, not too bad. I mean, everything's a horrible drive from Colorado, but um, just because we're like... Out in the middle of nowhere surrounded by nothing so <laughs> no offense to the the dust fields out there but it is next on the deck uh, looks like oh and one of the other things i want to get your opinion on this i'm super excited about it i like the change the all-american has made a change we're still a two-day format which i absolutely support i think at this level we need to be um but They moved us to Friday, Saturdays now, for the most part, not Saturday, Sunday. I'm excited about that. I like that idea. What do you think?
1: I I love it. I think it brings more to the community side of the fishing. Like it gives you a Saturday night to have with your friends at the places that you're staying at or to be able to get back to your family. You know, it's not, because everybody, you may get people that are losing one day of pre-fishing, which, you know, if you're going to travel to these events, like especially the all American, these are bucket list locations, you know, like these are places that you don't want to just roll up to a day and get one day of pre-fishing. Like go to these places and enjoy your time. Like, um, you know, there's some coming up here on the schedule, like especially that Monaco one, bring your family, get a cabin and just have the time of your life. Stay for a week. That is the best place in my opinion to vacation in the summer, that time of the year, like weather's gonna be absolutely beautiful, like
0: yep. everything. Yeah, it's a, it is a, that is a beautiful section of, of country up there, and I agree with you, man. If you're gonna, you know, I don't, and I don't want to be, uh, I, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's thoughts on this, but I will say this personally: if you're going to commit to the All American Kayak Series and go to one of these, unless you just enjoy handing your check over to a bunch of guys, if you if you don't put some time into these bodies of water, these these hooks that are in there, I mean, this is these are some serious anglers that. They do spend the time. They do take their time to figure these places out. And that, yeah, we try to give ourselves at least two days. Um, that's I'm kind of used to that from the boat days uh, on new bodies of water. If I'll try to get two and a half in, if I can, um, you know, just to kind of I, I know that if I get too many too many uh, days leading up, I spin out a little bit. I get too much info. So that, that's for me personally. Some guys I know go out there for like a week beforehand. You know, that's that's what they try to go after. But um, Conway Lake Conway. I've never been there in uh, in Arkansas uh, on that one.
1: That'll be a really good tournament. Um, I know that it's a, I think it's the, I can't remember. There's. It's a, in same time as a memorial tournament. I feel terrible. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Um, but there will be a really big amount of people there. It'll be a really good tournament. Nice. Uh, the Arkansas, uh, Guys put, will put on a joint tournament then. Um, yeah, and I, I know that time of the year is supposed to be really good. Um, so we should have good numbers, both people and, um, and fish numbers.
0: Well, and I want to bring that up there too, because I mean, the classic comes up next, but here are the states that the all Americans go into next season, Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, Iowa, Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, we're going to be going, I believe Mississippi river pools. That's uh 13 and 14. That's also Iowa. I think,
1: uh, Illinois, and Illinois. Yeah.
0: Illinois. Clinton or whatever. And then, uh, and then last one in Kansas. Our championship is in Arkansas. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, me personally, I don't see how you can get much more centrally located than that batch. I mean, that is the most even ground. It doesn't, uh, give unfair advantage to, to, I think, you know, anybody. You're always going to get your locals that'll show up. You get that with every tournament series, but I love this. I mean, we're going St. Clair. I don't think I can make that one, but man, what a bucket list uh, item to get there. I know for a guy like you, if for those of you who don't know, this guy is like a small mouth whisper here. So St. Clair's got to be just like, what, like, you know, Disneyland to you at that point <laughs> going there?
1: It was, I loved going there last year. Like we, we, we hit it. At, we're going to be there again, like at the right time. It's like middle of the spawn, if not right at the end of it. Um yeah, it's, it's it was all time last year,
0: dude. They build smallmouth there with shoulders. I mean, these things are huge coming out of that water compared to like you know the skinny river guys we we normally pick off.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that and and they're just they're big fish, they're big old mean fish, and they. The other thing is they've been beat up. They're pressured. They are, you know. I know I lost some big fish last year because they their mouths are just literally like hole after hole because you know we're bed fishing that time of the year i don't want to make it sound like a bad thing but like right, that's right, right. The, you're tournament fishing and you go to a bed fish tournament and you're on a smallmouth bed fishing like you kind of have to do it um yeah and yeah that, you, you, so so it just makes everything from your presentation to your hook to your line to your, everything has to be perfect and um yeah that that place is will be is and will be all time that
0: that time of the year so another one this uh that's the two last two that are notable this mind land wildlife area so i never even heard of this thing and i wasn't even sure how i was going to find it on the map i did find it one of the things that i do now in the kayaks when i start my map study is that I, I get my google earth up i get google maps going with satellite view and i'll pin I'll throw a pin down for all the boat ramps. Oh my God. I mean, there's like a hundred and some odd lakes here that you can get access to that each have one. Well, some of them don't have ramps on them, but most of them all have boat ramps. Most of them have sometimes two boat ramps. Dude, to me, I, 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 sent a deal over to Tyler there. I sent a message and, and the statement I made was, Hey man, you know, you guys might want to think that the first place trophy might need to be like in the shape of a banjo because I'm pretty sure we're going to hear some places in the middle of nowhere out there. I saw some homes that I don't want to accidentally stumble across their property. <laughs> I might not come back, you know? <laughs> but have you ever fished that area?
1: I haven't. I haven't. Um, I've only fished one, one lake in Kansas, so I haven't spent too much time down there. I'm looking forward to it. It'll Dude. be a, uh, it, that, that hits my, my conflict time where it's very, very hard to pull me away from brownfish.
0: Oh,
1: Kansas, especially when I'm going to be, so I, I pretty much live in Monaco or in the Monaco area now. Okay. Or I spent like two months up there this year. Right. I pushed, that tournament so hard so hard not because i know the area just because i know that anybody that will go up there will be like why do we not have more tournaments up here there's just so much so to for me to be up there already and then leave to go to kansas (laughs) to go to try to catch kansas fish i'm like
0: to me after i saw it on the map it's like okay i've got to go experience this just to see it's gonna there. I know I need to work on my trailering, getting in and out of the water fast, you know, because I have a feeling that's going to be in play there um, for sure. And then the last one here uh, Felsenthal Refuge. The, uh, what do, how do you pronounce it? Which, uh,
1: in, in, oh,
0: oh. oh. I didn't watch Owashta. that's right Owashta river arkansas so this was like right on the border it looks super marshy are there gators there dude i mean are we gonna be are we gonna be seeing gators and that is is.
1: i don't think that far north no
0: i I didn't think so either i was hoping not
1: i've heard really good things um first it'll be the first kayak tournament ever on there um good size of fish good everything um i know the Watchtower river has some big fish too so yeah everything sounds good we did skip the most important one, though.
0: Did I? That has to be Okoboji. Yeah, yeah that's going to be sick. I have not, but I have done a ton of research on it. And every time I look at the results and I look at either measurements or weight, I'm like, is this not a typo? I mean, there. what is going on there? I mean, what's in that water? dude?
1: I don't think it took under 24 pounds. Or I, I know it didn't take under 23 pounds to win a tournament at all this, this year, and that was almost every weekend. Um, that's crazy. So Okaboji is a I live an hour, or my parents' house is an hour from Okaboji. Um, I grew up around that area my whole life. It's a blue water fishery or a blue water lake. It's like one of the only ones in the world. Um, so it's spring threads, pretty much crystal clear, and then you have different um, so you've got West Lake that's like, say 15 to 20 foot of visibility um And that time of the year, the the fish are pulling in, pulling off of the main lake and into these smaller pockets. And like I sat there in a day and pre fishing, and you literally, like no joke, over a hundred fish a minute would swim past you. Like, and it wouldn't be like little bass. Little, it's like four pounder, five pounder, three pounder, two pounder, four pounder, one pounder. Like, there's it's, it's non-stop to where if you had a net, you could just straight, if you had a cast net, you could catch endless amounts of bass. And it's like, there's just so many fish in these, in these fisheries and they're so healthy and there's so much bait and so much bluegill. And like, it's, it's just a, it's a, you know, it's those lakes have made the Bassmasters best of the, our top 50 list. Yep. a lot but they will be way higher up there now and then you got um big spirit which is the big lake on the north that one's a completely different or it's a similar fishery but like it's just a big deep or a big shallow 20-foot bowl um, wow and it's just got it's got megas in it too you know the bags aren't as big as what come out of the okoboji lakes um east and west but there's some, some big fish in the you know, there it's, it's an amazing place to be that time
0: of year. Special place for sure. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, that's one of the things that I personally absolutely love about. And, and I'm so grateful of that we get an opportunity to do is that why we, why we go out doing what we love to do, the traveling, the people, the places in America that most of us have no idea even exists. We don't even realize just how beautiful, You know, the Midwest, out West, out East, down South, the North, there is some amazing places out there. And that's, that's one of the things I do love is going and checking these places out. Um, for sure. So let's, you know, speaking of that, let's talk, what does next season look like for Jordan? What's on deck, man? You, uh, you're going to put some heavy pressure on any one of the series going to kind of rinse and repeat same as you did last year. What's it looking like for you?
1: Um, probably more rinse and repeat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do pretty much all of the all Americans. I'm not sure about the Kansas one, just because like I said, at time of the year, I like to kind of escape that time. Right. Uh, and then when Hobie comes out, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that, if, and how that conflicts with all American, yep. uh, you know, as we talked about earlier, if you're in the kayak game and you really want to, I want to say make a name for yourself, but like, yep. want to make some real money that's that's where it's at
0: that's serious yep
1: that's where your paychecks are going to come from so yeah yeah i i'd like to spend more time i blow up in those hobie tournaments i don't know why it's (laughs) it's a it's a i think it's a i want to win a hope i want to do good in a hobie tournament so bad that i just blow it and i'm just i'm blow up um
0: And it's so freaky, man. Our sport is so freaking fickle that it takes such a perfect storm to come together, to get a win, to begin with, you know, everything has to click just right. All those things in our control outside, you know? And so, yeah, when you, when the desire is so heavy, I could see that, you know, that's half the fight, right? I mean, it's just getting our mind right at these events, learning how to get into a good routine and and get where we need to get.
1: So, and, and Getting your mind right and keeping your mind right are the two. I always go to the, there's the, the biggest, the hardest thing in kayak fishing is the, um, I can't make a bad decision because my next decision is always right. You know, it's so easy to say, but it's so hard to catch yourself in that mindset. But I know like I was there last year um i talked to jeremy about it this year because he had a crazy good season and it's like that's how you feel because it's like if there's not a fish in this lay down or or in my if there's not a fish on my starting spot oh well there's probably gonna be one in that lay down next to it if there's not one in that laydown, i'm probably gonna work down the bank and catch one here or there if not i'll go from there and i'm just going fishing you know where you have that other mindset where it's like, Oh my gosh, they weren't in my starting spot. I didn't catch any in practice anywhere else. What am I doing? I I can't go practice. You know, it's like, cut all your baits off, retie, go practice. You know, it's like, it's so hard to do that. But if you're in that, my next decision can't be the wrong decision or that good, you know, as G man says, PMA, you know, if you can keep that good PMA, nothing can go wrong because uh, what's, you know, there's always five minutes left in the day until there's not. And then it only takes, like they said, less than 15 minutes to catch, you know, five fish.
0: That was the advice that Josh gave me, man, uh, last year. So I I started the season off and for whatever reason, just things were not clicking for me, man. And so I pulled back for like 30 days to uh, get my, pulled out of a couple of local events, got tried to get myself focused, got back on the water, followed Jody's advice, you know, time on the water, started getting out doing that. And that was one of the things he told me was before you start freaking out, just remember it takes about 15 total minutes to put five fish up on the score tracker there. And I'm thinking to myself, no shit. I mean, it really is a two, three minute move. That's all we got to, you know, pull off there. When we get them, Jeremy gave me some tips, dude, I can get a, a, a fish pictured and, you know, set and locked inside of a minute now with uh, with a, my Samsung. Now that he showed me exactly, you know, uh, a couple button moves on that thing that I had no idea would do. Um, and so, yeah, that, the, the, the whole piece that is just, you know, getting that, that, but I want to go back to what you said, dude, cause that's some, that's some seriously like philosophical deep shit. <laughs> you just this spilled on some people that I don't think folks, you know, maybe that aren't around our sport as much will, will appreciate as much as I do. And that is that next decision has to be right, yeah. you know, or, or can't be wrong, you know, type thing. That's, that's some powerful stuff because any, you know, yeah. I mean, that is some seriously.
1: Cause you've been there, you know, uh, that feeling.
0: finally. It's, yeah.
1: It's Not like a, where you're telling yourself, man, I'm going to, it's just a, and it's not like I'm in the zone or it's just that the confidence is something that if you don't have everything from your, your cast to your flips, to your hook sets, to how you, uh, how you present the bait changes where you, when you have that confidence, you know, the, the bait gets put in the right spot or if it's not in your head, it is, you know, it's like everything that you're doing is perfect. And you can, you can call your shots. And when you can get there and you're calling your shots and it's not happening. And then it's still like, there's a fish there, but it's just not eating my stuff. <laughs> like I heard this and uh, I can't remember where it was when uh, there was a tournament way back and not way back in the day, but like where KVD was doing really good. And he was catching them on a lipless, and he casts out, and he's mm-hmm. reeling and bang loses one on a lipless, casts out, bang, loses one on lipless, casts yep. out, bang loses one on a lipless, turns to his cameraman and says, "I know what they're eating, not <laughs> I'm losing fish or this yeah. I know what they're eating, you know, and it's like it's that it's a mindset thing, and like totally. fish is so much mindset you know i' talked about christine earlier i've spent a lot of time with her i know why she does good she is the most mentally strong person i've ever been around in my life like that girl is a rock Um, and when she's on the water especially like she is just confident and, and knowing what she's doing and she's in the right spot you know like mentally and that's something that most people aren't and
0: well, and you combine that with, you know, the ability, I'm surprised she doesn't have webbed toes. I mean, that, that, that uh, she is on the water like 24 seven, it seems like, you know, and that's, you, you want to compete against, you know, ang- anglers like that. What's that?
1: Unless she's in Texas, then she's sitting on the couch crying because it's too hot out. I went Uh-oh. <laughs> I, 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 Christine for like two, almost two weeks. Like a month ago, right. it was too hot to go fishing for. So I gotta give her at least
0: a little shit. I I feel for her on that man because there's some of those days, especially out here. We live in an oven out here in Colorado. It'll go 100 and you know six with like two percent humidity or whatever, and dry heat or not, dude. An oven is an oven, you I know believe- if you.
1: But we were catching five to six pounders every time we went out.
0: Yeah, I'm wrapping up, and we're going fishing, if that's the case.
1: (laughs) We went to Lake Fork, and, like, G puts us on the spot, and I literally flip a three-quarter-ounce jig on the first wood I see. And it's like, watch my jig go, and I feel thunk, and I'm like, did I just hit a a stump? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not stump. Seven pounder, you know, a twenty-two inch seven pounder. I'm like, first flip didn't like that was just put tur- put plastic on, just flipped out, and it was like,
0: good hmm.
1: bam. When you're doing that, it's it's hard to stay inside. Yeah, like, yeah, hot. I get yeah. it. Texas heat is hot.
0: I, I've got some good sun gear, and I got my reeler shield. Yeah, I'm good to go. We'll we'll get out there if they, if I know that's uh, sitting out there, for sure. Well, listen, man, I can't thank you enough for stopping by, taking the time to chat with us here. The All-American Kayak Series, um, we're going to be definitely, uh, both of us will be fishing that next year. There's going to be, I'd, I'm not sure, as much as this breaks my heart to say, I'm not sure I can make that Monacoa event. Um, number one, that's like a, a three-day adventure <laughs> almost for me. It's so far away from where I'm at that it adds a lot in. If we do secure one or two of our of our uh, primary sponsors, then we'll make the run. But we're we're really wanting to to see if we can stretch out our longevity, so to keep our work that, uh, going with Romans.
1: Yeah, no, I totally understand that one. The that, travel
0: expense, yeah.
1: That tournament, I can't promote enough. From like the, like you look at it and be July. There will be fish on beds. There will be fish pre spawn, post spawn. Like, there will be any type of fishing you want to do. You want to fish in a foot of water or you want to fish in 30 foot of water. You can catch a smallmouth over 20 inches in all of it, from in the pads on a frog <clears throat> to out deep on an A-rig, like out deep on a Carolina rig.
0: So, this has been a question. I've bounced this off a few people, and I've not gotten a straight answer. You'll probably know what this is. So, Monaco, in my understanding, is going to be what's known as a roadrunner start, right? Yeah. Yes. What is a roadrunner start in the so kayak game?
1: In the kayak game it's there was kind of a couple ways you can look at this. So we used to do roadrunner starts as far as a roadrunner start in Iowa especially in some of the Midwest events was you could be on the water. And now this isn't what all Americans do, but I have to bring it up because it was crazy hilarious. Okay. On the water the second the captain's meeting was over, but you could oh. fit. <laughs> the roadrunner part of it was you could launch from any launch on the on the any boat ramp launch, kind of as your road runner. But we also did it to where you could launch at any time. So do we have, in that Midwest series? We had guys that launched at like one in the morning and went and sat on rock piles and slept in their kayaks just because. Do you know how defeating it is to be sitting sleeping in a, in a campground and hear three trucks start up and be like, <laughs> dude, that was so-and-so and so-and-so and, so, and then get out there and be like, dude, they're sitting on that rock pile that we were all going to go fish. <laughs> but so now the Manaqua one is road runner as far as they're going to give us a mileage, which I think is 50 miles. 50 mile circle radius of manaqua you can fish any lake that is public. So wow! So, it's 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 one thing to say, but it's going to be very overwhelming because that's like a thousand lakes. Yeah, I think in I know in Vilas County, which is like the Minocqua is the southern part of that. There's over two thousand lakes. And I mean, there's, there's around the same, and there is anything from, you know, a couple thousand acre to a hundred acre. There's anything from large mouth, from five pound, you know, 20 inch large mouth to there may, there is a very good chance at somebody catching a small mouth over 23 inches up there. Like good those, night. those lakes produce it. Um, the walleye guys trolling out there catch a lot of giant fish on those lakes like i've i've seen a couple i've only seen i've never caught one over 21 up there i've saw a few but like i've i visually have saw seven to eight pounders swimming around up there like there you have a shot almost any time of the year to catch a fish over six or over seven like wow It, it could very easily take 200 inches that time of the year
0: Well, we will absolutely. Like you said, that's a, that's a good point If maybe if I I make a trip with this, with the, with the wife, maybe we can come up there. I'll get my practice in, you know, to determine where I want to go. And then.
1: That is the one thing I can say about that area too. Like bring your families, that it's just a, it's a, it's a good Northwoods vacation. You know, it's that typical, you're going to be staying in or around the lakes um very good food you know there's a lot of people there's a lot you know it's just a, t- a tourist area nice a tourist area that is kind of you know secluded i would say the lakes aren't going to be very busy you're not going to deal with a bunch of ski boats you're not going to deal with a bunch you're going to deal with some some people walleye and musky fishing maybe and like awesome you'll you'll also have, have a very good shot at a musky all those lakes up there are musky
0: good stuff good stuff all right buddy well listen man uh, we will definitely have to uh to take a, a second look at that and see if there's a way because i know right now july is wide open for us so that would be a nice nice filler in there uh in the schedule we'll see what the other other clubs are looking like as well so jordan you are definitely known as one of the uh, most uh uh, deadly hooks on the scene out there in the in any circle. On top of that, I can attest to the fact you're a, you're a hell of a good dude and a very cool guy to hang out with and and uh, talk fishing. I personally appreciate your philosophies on this stuff. I love seeing that the other guys get riled up with you. That's, uh, <laughs> that's awesome as well. And uh, dude, we're going to be following along watching you. I'd love to have you go, uh, you know, jump back on the podcast here. We'll uh, meet up before the season gets going. And any, uh, anytime you need anything uh, from us out there, please reach out and let us know.
1: Same for, Same for you to me.
0: Awesome, brother. Well, you get take care out there, and uh, and hopefully, we'll be uh, we'll be seeing you probably. Uh, looks like Lake of the Pines in March.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: All right, appreciate it, man.